Tzedek, Tzedek, Tir Dof. Justice, justice shall you pursue. This off-quoted Jewish value is the foundational statement of the Torah portion we'll read tomorrow morning. And if you come here, our bat mitzvah chanted in the morning, you'll also hear her give a beautiful discussion about what the nature of justice is. The Mephorshim, the traditional commentators, of course, jump on the reason for the double mention of the word tzedek, justice. Whenever something's repeated, they rightly believe there's a deeper understanding to explore. But I want to focus for a minute this evening on the word that comes right after the statement of that principle. And that's the word tirdof. From rodef. And rodef means pursuit. In the Talmud, a rodef is a technical term for one who is pursuing you to bring you harm. Someone who's threatening another's life. In the case of a pregnant woman, for example, if the fetus is endangering the life of the mother, it's called a, a pursuer. And therefore, abortion in Judaism in that instance is permissible to save the life of the mother. Jewish law allows us to stop the road death, the pursuer, from causing any harm. In our Parsha, though, the words Rodef and Sedek, Pursuer and Justice, are shoved up next to each other. And I wonder if the Torah is not triple emphasizing then, in a different way, the Jewish obligation to protect justice in the land. Even in the case of the Pursuer, you must act with justice. Sedek, Sedek, Tir the Rodef. Not bad. <laughs> you can't just have justice for the people you like, it might be saying. You can't just have justice for the fine, upstanding neighbor, the one who looks like you, who acts like you. But you have to behave justly to the other, to the one you see as pursuer. You can't just strike out at them without evidence and proof something that Shoftim makes clear later in the Parsha. Ibn Ezra, in his commentary in the 1100s, I believe, or 1200s, said, this is addressed to everyone who was about to enter Eretz Israel for the first time, the land of Israel. Enter it and inherit it, he says, and not occupy it. Meaning this is addressed to the next generation of Jews and that they're to be taught that the pursuit of justice is imperative, if you are to keep, or we are to keep, our inheritance. His commentary is reflective of a political theory of the Torah. The Torah has political theory. It posits that we are conditional inheritors of the land of Israel. We are only allowed to keep it as long as we create what kind of society there? Sedek. Vaikra 18, Leviticus 18 says, this is to the point that the land will spit you out as it did the nations before you if you defile it in this way. If you make an idolatry of power and control of the state, then you are essentially making danger to your existence. 
And we as Jews are not supposed to believe that we are entitled to the land. God allows us to inherit it only as long as we're worthy of it. Twice, rabbinic Judaism teaches us, we as Jews fail to heed that warning. Twice, our tradition understands we lost political independence, not because of the power of others over us, but because we failed in our pursuit to make that a land of justice for each other and for the strangers that live with us there and the others that come through. In an op-ed in the New York Times that was received with much surprise because the author, Ronald Lauder, is affiliated with more politically conservative leanings than you might find in the Bay Area. He warned us that he fears that the modern state of Israel is at risk yet again. Why? The recent nation-state law, meant to affirm Israel as a Jewish state, something I agree with, did not include a commitment to equal rights for all its citizens. That line was excised, supposedly, because of a small party's demand. The government may assert that other Israeli law covers this, but Lauder said that ultimately the passage of that bill does not reflect the value of a love of justice that includes respecting the rights of the minority. He points out that the ongoing injustice enshrined in an orthodox hegemony over all Jewish expression in the land affects everything about the land. When we see a conservative rabbi arrested for performing a wedding, when we see liberal peace activists stopped and interrogated at the airport, when we see women blocked from reading Torah at the wall, we're not seeing anything unusual anymore. And this is an estate that we love, that is a democracy in the Middle East, that knows better and can change as we support it. It must change. Because we can't allow this kind of not acknowledging of the rights of those who you disagree with to be the regular process in a state where we are told, sedic, sedic, teardof. Too often Israelis tell me when I bring groups to Israel, things would change if you would simply bring everyone from Temple Emmanuel and move there. That would be really cool. But justice should not reply in a democratic state upon us being in the majority. It relies on a higher value, respecting the rights of those who are different from you. And the extreme proves the rule. You have to have justice even for the Rodaif. These recent arrests at the airport, the ongoing blocking of the rights of non-Orthodox Jews, we know are pushing the next generation of American Jews away from wanting to engage Israel. And they're weakening the society. And Lauder and others like him are right to warn all of us that our existence there is endangered not only from external threats, but internal ones as well if we remain silent. It's up to us to keep engaging and challenging Israelis to do better. We also have to keep challenging our own American Jewish community to not give up, but stay engaged. Whether you are secular, orthodox, or reform, the dream of Israel is the dream of a Jewish state for all the Jewish people. And the Torah does teach that it must be 
reflective of this kind of justice. The Parsha even goes on to tell us that if you are in conflict, one still has to act so justly that conflict cannot be used as an excuse to move away from civil rights because this is primary Jewish values that are being reflected here. I hope you'll read Lauder's essay. I hope you'll join with our Israel Action Committee to engage and bring speakers and put on events that our congregation does from all different political perspectives. This is what makes us an informed, dynamic Jewish community. In fact, the head of our Israel Action Committee, David, will you raise your hand, is, is right there, help him out. We want to keep the dialogue going and I ask you to write to the consulate here in town and challenge those secular Israelis you see to work in their society to take a stand for justice. They've allowed the situation to fester for too long. Finally, I'm just announcing a trip next June that I'll be leading to Israel to engage and celebrate and learn from different perspectives about life there, but also for us to stand up as liberal Jews and say that we deeply care and we want this land to reflect the religious imperative that we are all taught to be a place that is, has a vision of promise of justice, not just for us, but for all who live there. Amen. Amen. Shabbat shalom.